0: Hi everyone, thanks for tuning in. We're Lana Mercedes and we're the Onion Peelers.
1: We're also the proud owners of uh, The Breathing Space, a growing and diverse community of Ashtanga and Vinyasa practitioners in the Barshes. If you'd like to know a bit more about us and um, our studio in Amsterdam, you can check us out at www.thebreathingspace.nl.
0: So, onto today's topic. Yes. So, today we're going to talk about something pretty cool, actually. That's pretty cool stuff. It's also pretty groovy.
1: Pretty groovy. Yeah. <laughs> na, 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 na. <laughs> it's kind of psychedelic stuff. It, yeah, it is, right? Psychedelic quantum physics. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, Mercedes, what are we talking about today?
0: We're going to talk about the seven main onions. Of the body. (laughs) Exactly.
1: (laughs) The whirling onions of the body. The whirling (laughs) onions of the
0: body. Now we're going to talk about the seven main chakras of the body. Yes, the chakras. Which I think, even though if people don't know what they are, everybody knows about the chakras. Yeah, you think so? Come on, we all have a a candle with all the colors or a poster or have seen an image somewhere.
1: We all have...
0: I'm think... <laughs> pretty sure that we all have.
1: Maybe if you practice yoga. Or like a, no. some kind of Chinese medicine. Or
0: or maybe if your parents are hippies, you've yeah. seen candles with those colors. or
1: Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. colors. But it's the colors of the ra- rainbow. Is it exactly the same colors of the rainbow? I don't remember. I don't know all the colors. I don't know if it's the uh, same order. but
0: But definitely, yes
1: rainbow colors anyway pretty cool stuff yeah so the the chakras well wait mercedes are you are you aware of what i'm about to ask you right now i think i have an idea (laughs) but please do
0: tell me are
1: you ready are you ready for today are you ready to look at the seven onions of today?
0: I am samastitihi ready. <laughs> <laughs> yes, let's do it.
1: Let's peel these onions.
0: So chakras, um, maybe we should give our listeners a little bit of a context. Yeah, let's do that. Where do? You, how do you think we should, we should start?
1: Well... That's a good question. (laughs) I think maybe we... So, if you didn't already listen to our podcast about the energetic layers of the body, maybe that's also a good introduction because this is like um, kind of a way of looking at how energy moves in the body because we're all aware of our physical body but then there's you know the less tangible things sometimes um, within us and one of the layers of our body is the the energetic body and the chakras are basically kind of like energetic centers within us um, they're described as... Like these points in our, in our body that are where lines of energy converge, like come together, and then swirl around <laughs> into a big whirlpool.
0: Yeah, that's a good way of this crabbing
1: And we usually s- consider that we have seven chakras, uh, main chakras, but we actually have 114. Yeah, and I think
0: even in some other systems, they even consider that we have more than that.
1: Yeah, in Chinese medicine, there are many, many yeah. more. But I think also, if we consider the... Because you also have the things called the nadis, which are rivers. These are the lines of energy that flow between these points, these converging points.
0: Yeah, which perhaps for our listeners to have a little bit of a more clear idea, in Chinese medicine, this is also known as meridians... Yeah. So, um, yeah, in yoga we call that, in, in yoga philosophy we call that nadis.
1: Nadis, yeah. And so then the chakras are the places where the nadis flow together and form this, um, like, epicenter <laughs> of uh, energy. Because what does chakra mean? Wheel. It is a wheel. So it's like a scene often as like a whirling, like energy, circle. turning, yeah.
0: moving, flowing. Exactly. All that kind of good stuff. Yeah. At least we should say what is not a chakra. Like, um, how do you say, uh, when you have traffic and there's
1: a traffic jam.
0: Yeah, exactly. Like jamming, congestion.
1: Though, if a chakra is not functioning properly, there could be some jamming and congestion.
0: Exactly, but then it wouldn't be like a healthy chakra.
1: Exactly. Yeah. Yes.
0: So it's kind of like this movement, spinning, fluidity.
1: I've heard described that basically the seven chakras that we th- that we often talk about are the ones that you need to be alive, but they don't. Uh, they're not enough to... Uh, They'll basically give you basic function, but then if you're only speaking of these, then you're not a vital. But that makes it more confusing. So, What
0: do you mean? That if they don't work, then...
1: Like, these are the seven basic chakras that we all need to like perform at a, f- like a basic functional to level. Function. Yeah. yeah. But it's the other chakras that we need to have be vital and like have energy flowing through us but yeah i
0: think i don't know i them like the main station it doesn't mean that the others are not important yeah but this is kind of like the yeah just like you said the epicenters yeah it doesn't mean that they are the only ones that need to work yeah is like the main channels of energy and the smaller channels of energy.
1: Yeah, I don't know enough about the other 107. <laughs> to say anything. I only yeah, really know about the seven, though I have heard like read before that, yeah, these seven ones are just the basic ones. though I would think that, since they're the ones that we always talk about, they must be more than just basic. Right
0: Exactly I, I I don't know the way i I see these like they're the main ones, yeah, yeah
1: um, yeah, I mean, I think if this is a different difficult concept to grasp, then we just need to understand that everything is energy. and this is like a main right, tenant principle of quantum physics. Everything is energy, no matter what like, uh, that's why everything is the same because we're all made up of the same stuff we're all made up of energy just in different forms so beyond these... the physical you mean yeah. yeah but even the physical like if we zoom in close enough everything is just
0: of course but we also need energy to stay alive because exactly. you can also have a body and have no energy.
1: Yeah.
0: Then That means pretty much that you're dead. But a physical body is also
1: energy. Yes. Just a different form of
0: it. A different, um, how do you say, formula. A different yeah. expression of energy.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um,
0: yeah, this is when it gets spooky. I
1: lost my train of thought.
0: So we're made out of energy. Yes. So we're talking about we could call this the subtle anatomy. Yeah. The the part of our anatomy that we cannot see, but it's definitely there because if these centers are not working, um, yeah, then our midruth is not working properly. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, also I think it's been a traditional. Well, now it's um, really uh common to refer to the endocrine system, so the glands of the body in relation to the chakras. And way back in the day, even in, in like the 1920s, uh when um kind of there was some, some more written about the chakras, it was common to uh discuss how the nervous system was uh, laid out in relation to the chakras so it's less common now more people talk about the glands oh.
0: <clears throat> they work together right yes, it's not one the or the are, other
1: no. the glands are kind of run by the nervous system yeah they are run by they, the nervous but system but they work together yes yeah they do yeah you can't really separate out one or the other and there's pitfalls to both i mean if you Plus, there's arguments about what glands belong to what chakra. And uh, so there's discrepancies. So it's kind of vague sometimes. But but yeah, it's really quite common to describe. I mean,
0: it, it makes a lot of sense because the chakras are pretty close to some of these centers.
1: But not. Well, no, they're not. If we think of the endocrine system... Like when the glands are referred to uh, as relating to the chakras, the heart chakra and the throat chakra, uh, they correlate with the gland that is talked about. But maybe we get into that in a minute when we start to describe them. Like the other one, if we think of the first and the second and the third chakra and the glands that are associated with them, it doesn't line up in the body okay and then if we look at the nervous system it actually makes more sense anatomically and how they line up with the chakras
0: i don't understand what you mean with that
1: well because um so there are two ways of looking at like the physical or physiological anatomical uh, correlations to these energetic centers Mm -hmm. and that would be an endocrine view so how the glands relate to the chakras or the nervous system view and looking how the nervous system or um, places where the nervous system weaves itself together uh, and forms little nodules of communication before spreading out into the body and going into an organ um, called plexus or plexi multiple multiple nodes where uh, information is coming together or coming out of um, that correlates quite well with uh, some of the chakras. because of course
0: the the chakras are along the spine and the yes. spine is the house of the novosystem. nervous system yeah. so then perhaps i don't know i'm just thinking about it because i i have always read in relation to the endocrine system but it makes yeah. sense that it's kind of both it's like yeah. this neighborhood yeah of this center of both yeah, and in a way to be to live in a happy home you need to have a good balance
1: yeah,
0: between both definitely so uh, in a way it's like a way of regulating yourself right into a state of balance
1: exactly yeah and, that and is... these
0: centers are in those areas whether if it's exactly. one or the other I think it kind of maybe encapsulates both yeah. And here we are having a discussion whether if it's one or the other
1: but it's really everything yeah. altogether. together which
0: we always talk about different things but then in the end exactly it's like everything has to do with everything exactly <laughs> everything works in a relationship to everything else
1: everything is energy <laughs> exactly
0: <laughs> micro macro yeah yeah okay so how to how to continue should we? I think maybe we should just start
1: at the root of it all.
0: The center.
1: <laughs> I have Yoda here across from me.
0: The center.
1: Um, yeah, so we should just start from the bottom and work our way up, right? <laughs> yes. Uh, from the very dark bottom. The very dark bottom. <laughs> the very dark bottom of, um, of the first chakra. So the first chakra, where do we find this first chakra? Yeah, at the very base of our being. Yes, the perineum is the the anal portal, <laughs> the anal world. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it is at the... The very root. The root, yeah. So the base of the, the root of the pelvic floor, the perineum. Um... And it is called the mm. Mula Dara chakra, which for yogis out there,
0: hopefully you have heard the concept of Mula before.
1: Yeah,
0: Mula Bandha.
1: Mula Bandha. Yes. Root lock. It is the root. Um, I think this is a really interesting uh, chakra. It's uh, it's el it has an element. Of course, all chakras have elements and colors, and right there's a. Like a type of wheel form, it's formed out of multiple triangles. Sometimes
0: a triangle, sometimes a flower.
1: Yeah, but I think they're all and made up of multiple triangles. Yeah. Um, so, Muladhara chakra, the root chakra, has an element of earth. Its element is earth. Makes sense. Which makes sense. Right, it's the yeah, closest to the earth and uh this is the chakra that what like what are the qualities of this chakra Mm. obviously earth grounding this is the one that keeps you connected to the earth keeps you grounded and gives you a sense of security yeah
0: but also kind of like how do you say um primal basic but basic in a good way like yeah your basic needs,
1: yeah, fulfilling your basic needs
0: mm-hmm.
1: that if your basic needs are not met that you often have imbalance in this chakra then all those imbalances can show up as um, yeah insecurity, feeling unsafe also it's interesting. I remember Peg McQueen.
0: I know, I was just about to say that. I thought it was brilliant yeah. what she said.
1: She was talking about um, the <laughs> corona crisis and the first thing that everybody did when it started was buy toilet paper. And uh, she was like, yeah, it's imbalance in the first chakra. It's like that basic primal need that we need to have met and we are afraid that it's not going to become met. So we we go back to those things that... So yeah. basic.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But also toilet I think paper. it's like this this need to know that you're going to be safe. Yes, exactly. As opposed to I really need to wipe my <laughs> yeah <laughs> Which hopefully people are doing out there. But but yeah, it's that kind of like I, I need to feel safe. I need shelter. I need yeah. food. Yeah. I need
1: toilet paper. <laughs> I need toilet paper. <laughs> yeah. I think this is also an interesting um I had never read this before but apparently muladhara chakra is the also the chakra that's related to family like the sense of family which I suppose is also a basic need uh, the need for connection with people connection to family okay i didn't realize that i
0: i mean it kind of makes sense we all want to relate right yeah and also it's co- close to the reproductive organs. Yeah. So creating family.
1: Exactly. We want to belong. Creating yeah. Creating yeah. yeah. it
0: I think it's a very poetic way of saying it.
1: Definitely. That's nice. Yeah, so if we think physiologically about this um, chakra, it's really related to the reproductive organs. There is, of course, some uh, discrepancy in this because some people relate the reproductive organs to the second chakra Mm -hmm. um if we look at uh the nervous system then it really relates to the sacral plexus uh, which is uh nerves that innervate the lower uh, limbs so if we look at our legs but if we think outside of like sensory and motor function and look at the part of the nervous system that controls our autonomic nervous system, which controls kind of basic functions, um, breathing, respiration, the working of your glands, working of your digestive organs, all that good stuff. Then um, this is an area of the body where um, parasympathetic, so a part of the autonomic nervous system, That generally, in uh, popular terms, is considered the rest and digest bit of the nervous system. It's not so simple as that. The function. Yeah, not so simple as that. But still, uh, it's the part that um, regulates the organs of um, elimination, partly. So, like the bladder, um, the last two-thirds of the large intestines... Um, well, especially the very last bit of the intestine, so the the rectum. Um, Yeah, so these these are parts of our um, organs that are related to this chakra as well. Organs of elimination, basically. And also um, organs of reproduction housed in the pelvic region. So like the uterus and... Uh, for men, the the gonads, the testes, um, yeah, that's kind of the physiological organ, gland, nervous system area, all wrapped in together. That kind of is associated with this chakra. So, how
0: how would it how would it feel to have this chakra out of balance? You think?
1: I think um, you feel ungrounded, yeah, unsafe if you're feeling really, yeah anxious. I think also anxiety stems from an out of balance first chakra. Yeah. Um, yeah unsafe must be a, a big one. Yeah
0: Yeah, and definitely ungrounded as well. Yeah. And for us um, yoga practitioners, uh, is there any ways that we can, how do you say, not cultivate but maybe activate this chakra,
1: cleanse the chakra, balance the chakra? Well,
0: I'm sure there's many ways to cleanse the (laughs) chakra.
1: (laughs) Yeah, definitely. I think anything if you think of anything that relates us to the earth, so any kind of earth posture or a yogic posture an asana that would um, activate the legs the feet that's yeah, really anything. grounding and rooting so standing postures strong standing postures uh, squatting malasana would be uh, uh mulabandha attention. yeah good old janu shishasana b was a good <laughs> <one> on <that.
0: laughs> Oh yeah <laughs> that's that will definitely <laughs> Wake up your Muladhara oh, chakra, yeah. hopefully.
1: I would yeah. say that. Do you? Mm-hmm. Can you think of something else?
0: No, I'm I'm wondering if maybe like sitting postures Yeah. would do that, like with focus on brooding.
1: Yeah, definitely. Um, well, there's a whole practice outside of yoga of earthing, right? To just walk with bare feet to, to touch the earth. Yeah. And that would also be a very grounding practice or just sitting... Yeah, just sitting and grounding yourself, rooting yourself into the ground, literally and <laughs> figuratively.
0: Yeah, that's true. That's so effective. I mean, even just taking your shoes off and walking around. Yeah. On grass, it's already very. Yeah, grounding experience.
1: Yeah, and I think breathing, breathing deep into the belly, feeling the belly mm. kind of move all the way down. Oh yeah, that's a good one. Towards the pelvis. Yeah obviously your breath doesn't actually go there but uh <laughs>
0: no but it's your intention yeah. of course yes good to clarify but.
1: yeah to so relax the relax the belly relax the uh, ho- any holding in the belly so yeah the movement of a breath can um, and the dynamics of your breath can reverberate down to the lowest deepest parts of you
0: yeah there's that saying that says where the mind goes energy flows right yeah so even if we don't feel like it's going there but our intention we gather our attention to go there
1: yeah
0: we're already doing the work right
1: definitely yeah so normally
0: the chakras have colors yeah and actually they're not always the same in some systems they're a little bit different but um I know this one as as um the color red.
1: That is the color that I know. Okay. I don't think I know any of the other colors. Well, maybe yeah, I might be I'll able to I wrote them guess down, but, but
0: sometimes there's some discrepancies. Yeah. yeah. And that makes sense. Like earth, red. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I think red is a strong color.
0: Yeah, powerful.
1: Yeah. Okay, well, let's go up the... Should we go up the chain, or do do you have something else you want no, to add No, 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 no. Up the chain. Up the line. It's a number two. At number two, what do we have, Mercedes?
0: Swadistana.
1: Swadistana. Which I'm not
0: really sure what it means, svadi. well,
1: Svadistana. Svad, Svad is uh, self or like resting what is because i think what is like svadhyaya is what is the root svad. i don't know let's figure that out
0: yeah uh, just that, sacral chakra but that's mm. not the name like well that's svadis. like knowing maybe like
1: knowledge like
0: self-knowing self
1: Sva, Sva means I, Distana means place. Sva means self, yeah. Self. Mm-hmm. Where your being is established. Yeah, cause Swadhyaya self-study. Yeah. Swadhistana. Okay. Swa self and adhistana is to be established. I don't know, like Svadhana is as far as self is concerned, I think that it's where your creative juices flow from. Um it's also where your um, receptivity to change comes from, your ability to be um, adaptive and fluid. Right? Savisana is uh, yeah. It's your where your fertility is. Yeah.
0: Yeah, that makes sense. So, since we're talking about fluidity, movements, and all that good stuff, then obviously this chakra is related to the water element. Yes. So where is this chakra exactly?
1: Just, uh, just in front of the sacrum. It is yeah the sacral kind of like the chakra below the belly button. Kind of
0: like pubes between the pubes and the and the navel, right?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Against the. Yeah, the sacrum. Mm-hmm. Say so I know, and the sacrum is often considered also in craniosacral. Uh, uh, the craniosacral view also as a sort of pump, like the fluidity of the sacrum is uh, important for the movement of your energetic system. So this is kind of a, an important center that is uh, necessary for the flow of energy in other directions like upwards or downwards
0: mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. and this is in, in in sacral yeah in craniosacral, craniosacral. Where, uh, the movement of your sacrum is is important for the movement of like a primal energy within you
0: along the spine yeah
1: yeah okay
0: yeah it makes sense yeah. you see everything is related to everything yeah yeah that's so cool so on a physiological level would you relate this to I mean I know that the first three we already said that they kind of overlap a little bit
1: yeah but yeah this uh, second chakra is also if we think physiologically of structures so we also think of the sacrum we think of the urinary system which I know we already talked about with, with the first chakra um, and we also think about um, uh, like filtration. So partially, the kidneys would be could be considered part of this chakra, though they're not classically considered part of this chakra. No, uh, but they're in the in the neighborhood. They're in the neighborhood. The kidneys generally belong to another uh, area. And again, it's we're also unclear. talking about like fluidity, exactly movements. This area is also related to lymph in the digestive system. So there are these things in your digestive system called uh, the pyre's patch, uh, which are basically areas of um, like, like the, the pirate patch. The pirate patch. The pirate patch in your intestines. <laughs> Did you not know that you have pirates? In your like, oh. I mean, you kind of do. <laughs> the bacteria in your intestines are like little pirates. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah, so basically, Peyer's patches are um, part of the immune system of your your body, and that's where your um, flora live. So the bacteria inside your guts that are so communicating kind of with you, keeping everything clean, keeping everything moving. exactly. Makes sense. That's yeah. that's kind of like what is happening here. Definitely. And then, um, if we think of the nervous system, this would be the area where. Uh, a plexus, one of those little nodes where little... Uh, little bundles. Yeah, like a, not a bundle, but a... Let's call it a... Um, like a hub. Yeah. Where some wires come in and then they cross to connect to some other wires before mm-hmm. they go. Uh, it's like, like a meeting cir- It's like a circuit board. Yeah. Yeah. So this is one of the circuit boards of the sympathetic nervous system, uh, the nerves that innervates also the bladder. But then this would be the part of the nervous system, the autonomic nervous system that we classically think of or in, um, let's say, like lay terms, we call the fight-or-flight system, right? The activation system. Mm -hmm. Uh, Yeah. So... This would be like the system that closes off your bladder so that you don't pee. Uh, and then also innervates the lower part of the intestines. Um, and uh, yeah. Uh, the, yeah. So that's the lowest, kind of one of the lower, the lower plexuses. Plexi, I'm not sure if it's plexi or plexuses the lower plexus of the um, sympathetic nervous system.
0: And in our yoga practice, would you say that anything maybe, how could we wake up this area? Would you say maybe Udhyana Bandha? Definitely Udhyana
1: Bandha. Um, Anything that is perhaps folding? Forward folding. uh, I would say inversions would uh, stimulate this area uh downward dog oh that's a good one yes downward dog i think adho mukha is a good activator of this area um
0: legs up the wall
1: sure why not i don't know your why you're resting on
0: the sacrum ah, letting okay, the yeah. belly soften oh. back
1: yeah, that's a great one. It's
0: kind of like a well. It's kind of like a downward dog upside down. Yeah, it's like a um, lazy, variation of, a a lazy variation of downward dog. Lazy
1: variation of downward dog.
0: Yeah, but I'm sure that also breathing and relaxing into the belly area.
1: Definitely. So I can imagine laying on your back with your knees bent and your knees knocked together, mm-hmm. so that you can feel the sacrum relaxing into the floor. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Maybe some gentle twisting. I think that's for the whole spine. I would yeah, relate that's more true. I would relate more of twisting to maybe third, higher up. Third yeah. yeah that's true. Chakra. No,
0: that's why I said gentle, maybe like but yeah you don't never really just maybe on your back.
1: Belly back bends, I think a little bit. Stability. Oh of course, yeah stimulating for that area yeah
0: yeah maybe even just resting on your belly resting on your belly
1: yeah, yeah.
0: cool and do we have a color for these That's oh yeah a
1: good question Is it yeah yellow? it's a very
0: it's a very dutch chakra
1: oh <laughs> it's an orange
0: it's an orange yeah
1: okay yeah all right so the water element orange all right, that's the second one. So and what about, what about if this is out of balance? What, what would we see then? If this, uh, Oof,
0: there's many people with this one out of balance. <laughs> Rigidity, not letting go of stuff, uh, getting stuck in the past, not being able to adapt to new situations,
1: yeah.
0: not being able to go with the flow. Feelings of guilt,
1: Yeah. emotional... Uh, fragility, kind of emotional, like not yeah, having yeah, any emotions, yeah. not no, being no, in no. contact, uh, being um, like unstable in emotions. <laughs> I'm familiar with that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Sometimes yeah. I read. I don't have it so much with the first and second chakra, but I definitely with all of the other chakras. I often I'm like, oh I'm my like, god, oh, I wow. have so many problems with my chakras. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, but
0: this is this is why it's so interesting to. That
1: I do a lot of yoga people.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like once you go to, like, to me, it's like throats, yeah, heart, heart area. This yeah. area is like, yeah. yeah. Oh, well, we have many lives to work through them. <laughs> this is true.
1: This is true. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. I think, I think this is a big one. Absolutely. And I'm sure, like, also on a physical level, it shows up as. I don't know, constipation, having um, bladder infections, and that kind of stuff.
1: What is making that noise?
0: Oh, wow, yeah, it yeah. was... <laughs> it's like a kettle. Lana and I love to drink sparkling water, people. Sorry, <laughs> those were the bubbles escaping the soda stream bottle. Moving up. Number three this one is so now it's like the famous chakras are coming right the
1: famous chakras are coming this one, <laughs>
0: this one is pretty well known yeah I, yeah i think so the manipura chakra the solar plexus the city of jewels
1: i think it's weird that it's called the solar plexus because the solar plexus is actually much higher it's up. higher and i always get confused yeah but uh, whatever.
0: <laughs> it's the solar plexus. You're here, here.
1: The solar plexus is, I is here. I was just kind of below
0: the sternum. It's just
1: at the very base of your, where your siphon process is. That's basically your solar plexus. That area where your ribs come together. Yeah. And your breastbone ends. Yeah. Solar plexus. Manipura. Manipura. What color does Manipura have? Um,
0: yellow. Sometimes it can be have some red elements in it. Because
1: it is fire. <laughs> it is fire, the, fire. It is the element of fire. Which Which makes so much tells sense. You. Yeah. What this is all about.
0: The internal fire. What in Agni. What, yeah, what in exactly in uh, in Ayurveda and yoga philosophy we call it Agni.
1: Yeah. And then tapas also my discipline fire yeah tapas i was like tapas 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 with a beer mercedes is hungry (laughs) (laughs) uh it's because you haven't eaten your cake (laughs) true um yeah self-esteem confidence productivity arise from this place it's like kind of like the center of your persona yeah it's also related with digestion. Definitely.
0: Right? Very much, much so. Very much in Ayurveda when you have issues is because your acne is out of
1: balance. Yes. So your ability to digest what you take in. Which also is kind of psychological digestion as Definitely well. Definitely. The digestion of emotions. Experiences uh, you had. Yeah
0: feedback that was given to you yeah
1: definitely (laughs)
0: these kind of things that sometimes are very hard to digest
1: yeah but it's like if you have a strong whirling uh, manipura chakra then your ability to digest these things is much stronger yeah yeah if we think physiologically about this chakra manipura is obviously related to organs of digestion Uh, specifically uh, related to the gland of uh, the pancreas. It's a big gland that secretes digestive juices, as well as produces... uh, um, It's part of your sugar balancing system.
0: It's kind of like what makes food into fuel,
1: right? A little bit,
0: or not? Or is it just sugars and stuff?
1: No, it's, uh, it's kind of what allows your body to either store... Uh, yeah. Sugar or release sugar. Basically, oh, but those are something related to, that are,
0: to sugar. Yeah, like,
1: okay. uh, yeah. So, sugar in the sense of, like, energy. Yes, uh, of so, course, yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> Not like your cake sugar. Not,
1: yeah, well, well that, also, that is a sugar, but, uh, <laughs> yes. yeah. Not just that. Uh, and then, also, it produces the enzymes that you need to actually literally digest food that you take in. So, enzymes to break up fats and... Uh, certain um, proteins and stuff like that that that's also made by your pancreas uh, so this is the gland that's generally associated with also the adrenal glands are associated with uh, this chakra and the adrenal glands are s- sitting on top of your kidneys and they um, basically are what produce adrenaline mm. uh, and cortisol uh, it is a uh, Kind of an area that can be overstimulated with stress. my so like stress, stress response, response yeah. uh, organ uh, gland. So that's obvious. Uh, I'm sure these glands are overworked nowadays. Mm-hmm. But that also has to do with how well you right cope with things that come into your life. How well you digest experiences is Absolutely. how you how your stress response um, can be. Is it is it in equanimity? Uh, or is it out of balance so that's a, definitely an area and if we think of um uh the nervous system then we generally think of some more parts of the sympathetic nervous system that send out again to a little hub spot a little circuit board a little switchboard um in the kind of the center of the belly uh that's Near the just below the, kind of splitting of a big uh, vein that goes to your intestines, and you have some little center hubs there, and that send nerves to uh, the pancreas, to the liver, big organ of digestion. Your liver, uh, to uh, the spleen. Isn't it also in the neighborhood? Yeah, um, but the spleen is not related to this particular. Um. Uh, not related to this particular chakra and actually the spleen well, i don't know this i actually know it's happening in, in one of
0: in one of my books it was related to the spleen so uh,
1: okay this is but, but again it's but the like spleen is, the cl- is a cleaning organ it cleans the blood yeah i thought the spleen was them. more related to the second chakra but that's the
0: thing well like we said in the beginning all of these are kind of
1: all over the place no. <laughs> <laughs> no.
0: well hopefully they're the same but I mean I, th- I think some of them are other sometimes related to the one below or the one above
1: yeah um, And because also if I think of innervation of the spleen and off the top of my head I know there's something with the innervation of the spleen but I don't
0: think just because it's also like cleaning filtering using. Yeah, but it's not
1: related to digestion
0: no, 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 but it is but it is kind of filtering yeah. what you need and what you don't need.
1: Yeah, but I don't think it's generally associated with Okay, well,
0: someone... I, I, I have read in... Oh, yeah?
1: Okay. That is possible. I think multiple... But
0: it's either this one or the one below. Ah, okay. It's, it's definitely not related to, like, the <laughs> last chakra. Yeah. So no. we're still in the... <laughs> we're
1: still in the beard. We're still in the neighborhood. Um, yeah that's it. As so, far as physiology is concerned, yeah, organs of digestion, really the ability to digest. Mm-hmm. So what does it look look like if this is out of balance then?
0: <laughs> yeah, not being able to digest. So.
1: Low how many energy. Balances? Yeah, low energy. Um, Stagnation, feeling stuck. Yeah,
0: feeling heavy. <laughs> Um, low self-esteem maybe being um, insecure all the time kind of like not really knowing what to do
1: yeah maybe more associated with yeah definitely low self-esteem yeah
0: and which ways in our yoga practice do you think that we could activate this area
1: <laughs> We're doing a little Martha Graham dancing over here. Um, Martha Graham definitely had this. She
0: was very serious activation
1: of uh, Manipura. Um, so this, you would do. I think uh, quite a lot of twisting will help uh, strengthen this or cleanse this uh, chakra. Twists. You mean detoxify? Yeah, detoxify the chakra. Get it flowing. Get the whirlpool of this chakra turning.
0: No, but but I mean, it makes sense, right? When you are twisting, definitely there's stuff moving there.
1: Definitely there's stuff moving there. I often feel stuff moving when I'm mm-hmm. twisting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, especially in the digestive organs. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, some Kriyas that are good, like Nali Kriya. Definitely stimulates. Oh, yeah.
0: That's a good one.
1: Um,
0: I like core related postures. Yes. Navasana. Bakasana. This type of really. And by core, I don't mean just like the abdominal wall, but.
1: The center really of the body. Really getting
0: and... deep into the center of the body. Yeah. Well, and eventually all postures, but postures that are a little bit stronger in the front.
1: I think also like postures that would cultivate this feeling of confidence. Postures that do make you feel strong once you get a hang of them. Like the first time that you do a bakasana, that you take your feet off the floor Mm. in bakasana, for instance. I mean, that's very empowering. Yeah, that's true. I think it's very much linked to the health of and vitality of this chakra. So funny.
0: You know, for years I could get up on Bakasana. That's so weird. One day, I don't know why, out of nowhere, I dreamt that I was doing it. Oh, yeah. And in my dream, I sort of understood what I had to do. Like, I actually really felt like I had to push the floor and really pull into my center.
1: Yeah. And then I did it. That's funny. You recently had a dream like this, too, that you... Wasn't it about Karandavasana?
0: Yeah, but it's
1: definitely <laughs> <what I'm>
0: not <laughs> like happening. I know, I'm like, because I always remember this Bhakasana dream and how amazing it was when it became reality. I'm like, please God, give me the Karandavasana dream. <laughs> it's definitely not happening. But Karandavasana, really good posture to turn on the center.
1: Definitely.
0: <laughs> Especially the lifting up. <laughs> oh dear.
1: Uh all right, Manipura, the fire, the whirling ball of fire in our belly.
0: Diagni. So, moving on
1: up. Number four, the fourth chakra is Anahata. This is also a very well-known chakra mm-hmm. and often spoken to in yoga classes. Um, it is, is actually
0: a posture called Anahata Asana.
1: Definitely, there is,
0: yeah that's the
1: that's the laying on your side, isn't it?
0: Anathasana. no that's uh Ananda yeah, but anahata is um like an extended puppy dog ah
1: Shoshasana.
0: which makes which makes sense
1: I opening the just for yeah um, yeah, so this is the heart chakra. What is the element that is governed by this? Chakra. Air element. It is the air element. And what co- this one also has multiple colors, right? Is it purple? Mm, or
0: blue? I've seen it as green, but sometimes it's also can be pink.
1: Oh, okay. I didn't have either one. <laughs> What did I say? Purple and blue? Yeah. It's purple. neither people. It is, purple not, goes higher. it is neither purple nor blue. It is green or pink. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and obviously this is related to... Our heart, our emotions uh,
1: yes very much so um, also compassion but
0: exactly I was gonna say maybe emotions more in a, For- in a loving more like in a connected to the heart yeah so things like forgiveness, empathy, acceptance exactly peace um, love you already said I'm assuming yeah but then how do you say? When you love with no conditions.
1: Unconditionally.
0: Thank you. Like
1: the yes. greater love,
0: the love of a mother.
1: Unconditional love. Yes,
0: unconditional love.
1: And compassion. Yeah. Yeah, this is the, I think this is the chakra that many of us know that we need to work on. This is a, I think this is life's work to work on this chakra. This is the chakra that Buddhism focuses on Mm -hmm. yeah it's a it's a big one Mm, Anahata yeah and if if we think physiologically for a moment about this chakra obviously it's also related to the heart (laughs) the organ of the heart the gland that's related to it is the thymus gland uh, which is um, basically a gland that sits just above your heart uh, that is part of your immune system It's actually part that builds up your immune system when you're young and it was always thought that the thymus disappeared after a certain age mm. um, but apparently there's actually some research showing that it doesn't quite disappear it loses its um, it loses its normal form let's say it's uh, organ form, and it appears to split off into multiple kind of patches of s- cells that are just kind so of distributed. So instead of, randomly of being like, distributed.
0: let's call it a little ball, it dissolves yeah. and it kind of just sprays around It, it becomes like area. a
1: star system. Oh, that's so cool. Though... I think like this synapses is synapses <laughs> synapses, yeah. synapses are also a star system yeah. uh, but I think you're thinking of astrocytes yeah uh, that's true. I
0: was actually <laughs> thinking of astrocytes yeah
1: mm. yeah so this um, is uh, related to circulation obviously and immune function um, and uh, if we think of The nervous system the part of the nervous system that is related to this area then we would think of part of the nervous system the autonomic nervous system that sends out its um little feelers to the heart literally to the heart um so the yeah cardiac plexus parts of uh uh little circuit boards that go to the heart um and also parts of the lungs. Uh yeah. What what happens when this is out of balance?
0: Oh no. Oh. It's uh <laughs> Unhappy people. No, but not unhappy, how do you say? Yeah, again, people. Being mean.
1: Possessive. Possessiveness. Being a sociopath. <laughs> being a sociopath. <laughs> I think also when this chakra is hurting, we can tend to isolate ourselves.
0: Definitely. Yeah, losing that connectedness with the people around.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Isolation, definitely. Um, Um, I think dependency, like codependency, a lot of. I think also, just as much as they say, the first chakra is the ability to stand on your own two feet. I think that the this chakra the fourth chakra is your ability to stand on your own two feet while um being open to those around you self-acceptance yeah it is self the ability to give self-love self-compassion and also to extend that then to others
0: yeah
1: so if we are imbalanced in this area then it Can be easy to um, rely on another person for these things, to become dependent on uh, another. So I think that when this chakra is out of balance and hurting, I think a lot of addiction comes out of this.
0: Absolutely. That's a very good point.
1: Because usually addiction, not usually, a lot of times addiction comes from this feeling of not being loved or uh, an imbalance in the first uh, chakra of not having basic needs met i think so i think these two are Are kind of uh, tied together yeah yeah that is such a good point true that at least that's the way i see it i don't know if that's the way others see it but i don't know i think they work together well they all work together of course but
0: yeah, these are like so um, basic Yeah. for the human life. Yeah. Because, yeah, just like you said, you can stand in your own feet and you can have enough toilet paper and all yeah. that stuff. But uh, if if this area is like hard or closed, yeah. um, you won't be able to stand on your own. You won't no. be able to love yourself and connect to the world around you.
1: Yeah. Or you go seeking outside of yourself for that.
0: Yeah, you're trying to fill the void. Yeah. So, in our yoga practice, what kind of practice could we do to activate this area?
1: I mean, the big the big answer that everyone would always give would be backbends. Or commonly heart referred openers. to as heart openers. Yes.
0: <laughs> I know, actually, I was thinking today, is there a difference between heart openers and backbends?
1: Well, well, I think. Maybe, Ryan
0: right? goes, you could do a heart opener.
1: But now you're doing a backbend.
0: Without
1: doing it. A- <laughs> Mercedes is opening her chest and also doing a backbend at the same time. I think uh, a heart opener is also a meditative practice. Of so that's course. not a backbend, but it's an intention. Just like you were saying before, right, where the mind goes, energy flows. So if we put our focus on opening the heart energetically we don't necessarily have to do a physical posture to uh, show that Um, but we can also do loving kindness meditation um, heart focused meditative practices Uh, yeah
0: anything that good today is self-acceptance
1: yeah which hopefully your entire yoga practice does that
0: i was just about to say that hopefully exactly whatever you do in your yoga practice you're already cultivating this area right yeah getting to know yourself so that you can understand the world around you better yeah but while you could uh definitely you know doing practices like loving kindness is extremely powerful extremely also moving this area physically
1: Mm.
0: is very powerful because if you look at how we move through the day nowadays we're all in this forward bending situation where the shoulders are dropping forward and Mm. this area is kind of imploded
1: yeah
0: so just by opening that area there's there already can be such a big shift
1: yeah i think that's why to write a lot of um uh, backbending deep especially deep backbending can be so powerful for students a lot of people have emotional responses when they do backbends especially kind of bigger uh bigger backbends because it is thought of as uh, right our ability to work through like past um past it's kind of stuck emotions like holding on to holding on to the on past to or holding on to also, yeah. literally opening yourself. Yeah, it's like very vulner- being vulnerable. Yeah. Yeah, that's uh, scary. Yeah, that's one oh, that you always stuff. see.
0: Well, at least it has happened so many times in class. Postures like Ustrasana, Camel. Yeah. Many times people, yeah, get very emotional.
1: Yeah.
0: And sometimes it's it's very intense.
1: Yeah.
0: Or the first time that you do drop backs. Yeah. Or the one thousand time you do kapotasala, uh, yeah.
1: <laughs> or, or just doing wheel pose, even if you don't get all the way up into the posture. Oh dear! Yes, I think uh, for a lot of people, just even the beginning of getting up, you know, or the first time that you help somebody up into mm-hmm. a more open, full back backbend. Yeah. yeah, it's a powerful experience.
0: And then going back to the meditation, also practicing uh, techniques like loving-kindness can be very powerful. I remember the first first very few weeks that I started practicing loving-kindness, I couldn't really repeat the phrases to myself, you know, and and I would just cry and cry and cry. So it's also a process. Yeah. But it's amazing how the physical... And the emotional and the psychological are all
1: interwoven.
0: Absolutely. It's like that's emotional fascia. Yeah. Well, which is, right? Well, that's another topic.
1: <laughs> I mean, this is all very, right? Not, we are coming from a, a non dual perspective. We don't think that the mind is above the body. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, they're all all systems woven together. Everything is energy man. Everything, Everything is, is energy. energy. <laughs> <laughs> All right, moving on up number 5. Give it to me, Mercedes. Vishuda. Vishuda. This is this is a big one for me. I don't know about you. But I I always have something with this chakra. Oh yeah. Um big big So Vishuda, what is it? This is where is this located in the body i i do know that we should have meant to purify yeah
0: yeah i'm like okay um and it's kind of in the throat area
1: it is in the throat area yes
0: and indeed this is this is also it's funny yeah it's a big one for both of us yeah and it has shown up in our lives in very physical forms. (laughs) yes
1: (laughs) very physical forms
0: last year you've been dealing with this uh area yeah and always through actually my whole life whenever i get stressed my throat my voice goes weird all this area gets really tense and i get husky voice it's very common and of course also feel a lot of tension in that area
1: yeah so yeah
0: it's it's a big one
1: so this is the um maybe you're already gathering what this this one is about but um the element before we get into that the element that uh that's represented here is ether or space um this is the last chakra that's actually governed by an actual uh element let's say Uh, yeah the next ones are more like cosmic universal universal (laughs) stuff yeah so what is the color that's uh Vishuddha
0: blue right is that blue blue or 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 also purple sometimes
1: ah, okay see blue purple yeah i knew that was coming somewhere
0: <laughs> um, but i think it's most commonly known as blue blue
1: yeah uh so i'm um, interesting so vishudakas vishnu is blue i was just thinking that How yeah. do you think it's related to that Must he be. drank he drank a poison right he drinks something that made him blue i can't remember the story now Vishu, Vishnu, Vishuda. yeah yeah. yeah must be um so this is the chakra that governs courage speaking your truth finding your voice communication overall yeah communicating your emotions
0: being able to express yourself
1: yeah yeah <laughs>
0: <laughs> i wonder why we have problems with these chakras.
1: <laughs> i know so it's funny because i remember well before we get into that hold on let me hold my thought let's just talk about the physiology of this uh, little yes. chakra so um this chakra Vishuddha is uh the organs that are related to this are also the lungs so respiration um and the thyroid gland was a big one. Uh, and the thyroid gland is related to metabolism. so basically your thyroid gland runs your runs the metabolism of your body, kind of governs how cells are all cells of your body, how they're, um, how quickly let's say how quickly or slowly they're functioning so this is your energy and a big energy center in the sense of your homeostatic energy conservation or use center so your thyroid is really um, a big part of that and if you have problems with your thyroid then you definitely notice um yeah, so it's also uh, governing part of your uh, lymphatic system. So the lymphatic system is the part of the immune system that's basically kind of like the circulation system of your immune system. It's all the little the little rivers, the channels that run between all the nodes in your body where immune cells are functioning. So this is really a... Would you say it's kind of like
0: the keeping the current healthy?
1: Yeah. 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 Um, so, oh, and also the nervous system. If we think of the nervous system, then we generally see the um, those little... Circuit boards, those little switchboards of the sympathetic nervous system that are involved here, uh, which go to the face and the throat, and also to parts of the lungs, and actually a little bit to the heart. But um, yeah, so definitely the organs of the of the throat and the the thymus. Uh, not sorry, not the thymus, the thyroid. Thyroid. Um, yeah, I, I remember I've always had uh, this thing where I just don't feel like I'm heard. I don't feel like I'm heard. I know that my voice is difficult to hear sometimes, especially in a crowded room. People cannot hear me. I also cannot hear other people. So <laughs> <laughs> it's perfect. This is why people, I hate parties. I don't <laughs> like being in crowded places. I just can't hear anything and I also can't communicate so it's really quite difficult but um but I know that this when I was doing a teacher training this was a big thing too like this issue of not being heard or that I was often told you articulate too much you sound a certain way so it's like no matter what well, you no were matter saying what I was saying no matter how I said it is like it just they was were not never coming across. Correct. So I always felt like I don't know there's this there's this discrepancy, a dissonance in what is coming out of me and what is being heard. Mm. Um and I think I have it less now, but I definitely hear like changes in my voice like some mornings if I'm teaching then I just know I can almost tell by the state of my voice what is going on with me. Like sometimes my voice will be more yeah, it's harder to get my voice out. Yeah. And like not just the words, sometimes it's finding words, but yeah. Yeah, and then I went through a whole thing. Uh, I had got an auto, autoimmune disease 2 years ago, so that affected my throat. Yeah, it affected my thyroid um so that was also yeah plus i constantly have things with like my eustachian tubes my my ears and stuff it's all throat related there's some weird throat it's an
0: interesting area i have it more with not being able to express myself yeah whether if it's just not daring to or or just i'm not even finding words and i'm like yeah and also i process a lot of emotions through here yeah I really have to work on relaxing this area if I'm not, or when I sleep, I do the weird thing with my teeth. Sometimes. you grind your teeth
1: yeah.
0: it doesn't happen so often anymore, but when I was younger, little, yeah. my mom does the same oh yeah
1: my my sister does it too grind. she used to grind her teeth, oh,
0: yeah, yeah, luckily no, but um
1: yeah, definitely, if I so literally all the all idea of getting choked up. Right, if you get emotional, and get like, choked uh,
0: up. not like, ugh, no, but, but like, there's a
1: saying, like, to getting choked up, like, oh, if yeah. you're like, having an emotional response yes. to something. And I definitely feel that in my throat. Yeah, yeah.
0: Exactly, to me, it goes straight
1: there. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And also, yeah, stressing the jaw, yeah. which, of course, is a little bit higher, but it's all related. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, this is definitely a biggie yeah so what would it look like to well actually yeah just look at us I'm like, <laughs> no. what would it look like to have <laughs> this chakra yeah, out, out, of out
1: of balance I think we we work really hard on being good communicators so <laughs> I think that we uh, we work hard to balance this chakra but no I'm just kidding, um,
0: absolutely but
1: but I think this this chakra is also related to listening your ability to listen so it is all also related to the ears so if you're if this is out of balance, that is something that you don't do. You don't listen well. Uh, you also have trouble expressing yourself. Um, yeah. You um, have trouble digesting the truth of others without judgment. So hearing the truth of others, accepting their truth, expressing your own
0: and on a physical level yeah having all kinds of weird problems in this stuff, area yeah. yeah which is not uncommon
1: no i know and also when i started <laughs> when i started teaching or no there's one year where i think that year i lost my voice five times oh yeah and also this past year last year i lost my voice a couple of times so that's yeah well, if i get a if i get a cold mm-hmm. i don't get a normal symptoms of a cold i lose my voice that's
0: true and i have something similar yes yeah it's uh it also goes through my throat funny so which which weights do you think in our yoga practice we can keep this chakra happy
1: lion's breath (laughs) that is Simha, simha that is fucking cool to do yes fish pose Also, to stimulate this posture, uh, to stimulate this area is shoulder stand. Yeah, anything that Uh, is kind of like chin lock. Yeah, Jolandarabandha, lake stuff. Ujjayi breath uh, stimulates this area. Yeah. Learning, Um, working on expressing yourself.
0: I was going to say also singing. Singing, yeah. So like kirtan or mantra, chanting.
1: Yeah, definitely. All right, now we're going into the head zone.
0: The head zone.
1: Yeah.
0: I don't know how to pronounce these one. I always have problems with the J. Ajna. Okay, so it's not Aina. <laughs> like Ina. I don't I don't think no, it must be uh, I don't
1: know. I don't know exactly how it's spelled in Sanskrit. I think it's just AJ. And A not the end with the little thingy on no. top. Okay, Elena, I, it I think it's Ajna. I think it's yeah. Ajna. Do you know what it means? Ajna is uh, insight, right? Ah, yes. Yeah, that's a good one. I don't know. uh, Let's look up the exact general definition. Ajna meaning command or summoning.
0: Oh, that makes sense. Kind of like the headquarters.
1: Yeah, it is. And it is the regulator of all of the others. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, Ajna command as the eye of intuition and intellect, seen. So it is the seeing. Ah, okay, okay, that makes sense. So Ajna, uh, the element that is governed here, which is not a real element, is light. Uh, what is there? There's a color, right? What is a color?
0: Um. Again, I think it's purple. Okay. But sometimes there's also white in there. Okay, yeah. Or it could be both. Uh,
1: so this is, right, the seed of intuition.
0: So just to be clear, it's kind of oh, around yeah. the third the eye, third right? Eye. In kind between of like the eyebrows. forehead.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So the seed of intuition, kind of the sixth sense, uh, our inner wisdom, our trusting. I think this is a big... Uh, kind of the seat of trust, let's say. Um, And it really governs the functioning of the other chakra. So it's the command center. Which uh, physiologically makes sense because the hormone... uh, The hormone. The (laughs) gland. The gland and the uh, part of the brain, actually, that's associated with this chakra is the hypothalamus and the pituitary gland. And these are areas that govern, um, the hypothalamus is basically a big regulator of our autonomic nervous system. It's kind of like the seat, the the motherboard of the nervous system, the autonomic nervous system. And um, the... um, Pituitary. Pituitary, which is um, kind of our hormone control center. Uh, which is a little dangling thing that hangs off of the hypothalamus. Basically, it's a tiny thing, right? It is a tiny thing. It's a well. It's like the size of a small pea. It sits in. It sits inside a little thing called the Turkish saddle, which is part of a bone of your skull, the part of your sphenoid bone. Uh, yeah. It's a little pee,
0: little pee. But it's funny because I've heard, um, how to say, in like other kind of esoteric, I don't know, really in esoteric books and things, like this gland is always related to kind of, I don't know, higher realms of the self.
1: Is that this one? I think that's the pineal gland that you're thinking. I of. think both of them. Okay, yeah, the pituitary gland. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's It's kind of the command center of the body. So um, I don't know anything esoterically about the...
0: No, I just remember, like, being yeah. mentioned in...
1: That could be. It's also, uh, if we think of the nervous system kind of governed by this area, not just that part of the brain, the hypothalamus, but it's also... Um, uh, kind of related to certain cranial nerves. So cranial nerves are big nerves that uh, originate in the brainstem and exit the skull, basically. And they mostly control function of uh, our face and our organs of the head. Let's say, so like your eyes, your nose, or mouth, your tongue, parts of your throat. And this is also the exit point of a big uh, mother... <laughs> called the vagus nerve which is really thought of as like the largest portion the largest part of the uh, parasympathetic nervous system i mean there's lots of uh, cool information about the vagus nerve and yeah, uh, vagus nerve
0: was the star of last year
1: vagus nerve is yeah always the star of the show it's a pretty uh
0: no but i mean last year it was like the 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 moment of the, the like every year there's a star
1: Every year there's a star. Next year it will be the nervous no, fascialis.
0: No, but it's true because, like a few years ago, was the psoas.
1: Oh yeah. Then yeah. it was fascia. Uh, yeah.
0: And last year was vagus nerve. Okay. Yeah. I wonder who's gonna be the star of oh, next year. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Maybe the
1: phrenic nerve. Let's
0: see. Let's see. No, but it's a pretty cool nerve.
1: Uh, it is a pretty cool nerve. It has lots of great functions. It um, and it also. <clears throat> and actually, it's really great to see it. It's super long. It is uh, very
0: long. <laughs> I saw it in uh, in uh, Body Worlds. Yeah, uh,
1: it's amazing. And uh, yeah, it starts in your head and goes down to your belly. Yeah, yeah. it's a, it's a cool thing. So yeah, this is also related to um, to Ajna. Uh So if this, what happens when this is out of balance? Yeah, I again, I guess getting
0: stuck, not being able to trust yourself or your experiences.
1: Cynicism.
0: <laughs> There's a lot of
1: That's imbalance clear. in
0: this uh, chakra there.
1: Attached to logic. Sometimes I'm a very logical thinker.
0: And awareness, so, think. just having no idea of yeah. your actions or how you behave in the world or yeah or just being unaware
1: yeah being unaware definitely uh i want to say
0: having no intuition but sometimes or or at least not being in ignoring
1: your intuition that's it
0: ignoring your intuition yeah because if you're not a clairvoyant or something like this doesn't mean that your chakra is out of (laughs) all
1: being unopened to different perspectives yeah yeah close-minded La- lack of insight maybe yeah so doing insights work that leads to insight which is basically the practice of yoga meditation. and meditation is uh yeah or any kind of self self-help self-therapy going to a psychologist or doing uh, yeah doing work on yourself gaining insight into yourself is working the chakra opening the chakra yeah it it is what governs the functioning of all the other chakras so this one needs to also be in balance to have all of the other whirlpools flowing whirling away in the in the
0: right way but do you think they work from down up or from up down
1: i think that there's a reciprocal I don't think it's one or the other, but but this is considered the one that both. is kind of governing all of them. But, uh, yeah, I think it's seen both ways. Because also if you have a problem with your root chakra, then you generally have less flow to all of your other chakras as well.
0: Yeah, that's what I mean. Because also if you're like having insight, then you have to have digested your experiences and you yeah. have to have cultivated awareness. Yeah so in a way i i don't know i'm just thinking about this it's not that they only go up but Mm. you kind of have to cultivate the ones before in order to keep a healthy system and then this one is kind of overseeing everything
1: yeah 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 i agree okay and the last one
0: so what do you think is there
1: anything in our yoga practice that we could do yeah. to
0: kind of turn on this area.
1: The posture called pranava. isn't it called pranava? Where you lay on the floor with your head down, your third eye touching the floor, and your arms forward. You mean child's pose? No. Well, child's pose would also be. But you're on your belly. It's basically like... Oh, like... Uh, but on your... Isn't yeah. that called Pranava? I know there's Pranava Om. I think it's called Pranava.
0: Not sure, but yes. Anything that is...
1: Stimulating the your, third eye yeah, area. Your third eye, yeah. Anytime your gaze point, I think, is towards your third eye. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, Maybe folding. Folding forward, yeah.
1: Forward folding.
0: And like resting your head on... On your legs or something.
1: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And
0: of course, meditation. Meditation. All right. I feel like we need to sing for this one.
1: Yes. This is... So we're moving towards the last one. Number seven. The crown chakra. Sahasrara. This is the... Actually, I think some people say this this chakra is not actually inside your body. It's just on the top of your head.
0: Yeah, I've heard that before.
1: Um, Yes, and its element is cosmic energy. The cosmos. Makes sense, because it's
0: like the bridge that you grow (laughs) (laughs) to connect you to yeah to the higher to your higher self but also to the cosmic self
1: to the spiritual realm oh yeah yeah this is the connection to uh yeah spirit who you are beyond your physical self the divine the divine uh beauty like this the idea of beauty pure beauty um all that is greater than us. That's this one. Uh, and uh, if we think physiologically, often what's physiologically related to the chakra is the pineal gland and the cortex. So the pineal gland is um, basically kind of our... The gland that... Uh, Guides our sleep rhythm, partially. It makes a hormone that is produced that builds up sleep pressure. So, but it's also the gland that produces, and I don't think it's actually the only place in the brain that produces this. There are multiple multiple places in the brain I think that produce uh, this chemical called uh, DMT. Have you ever heard of DMT? I was going to (laughs) say, I'm like, dude, (laughs) do we produce drugs? We produce lots of drugs (laughs) in our body, but (laughs) dimethyltryptamine... Well, you're (laughs) putting (laughs) a straw
0: (laughs) from your brain to your mouth.
1: Yes, DMT, dimethyltryptamine, is a drug that I think is um, taken by people. People take the drug DMT. It's also the drug that... um, the substance that's released when you take iboga, I think the hallucinogenic uh, root that uh, from uh, African traditions that's used for like spiritual kind of like dreams. ayahuasca,
0: but yeah, not from the Amazon from that yeah. side. Okay,
1: DMT is also what is released when you die. They often, this is associated with out of body experience as well as well as feelings of euphoria the feeling of um, for people who have had like near death experiences or who have had death experience and then been brought back to life uh, oh, that's that's something to look forward to yeah often see like there there sometimes this thought that DMT is the is responsible for the light at the end of the tunnel the feeling that everything mm. is fine
0: it's true i've heard somewhere that they're experimenting with this so that they with near-death experiences kind of like preparing people that have terminal disease to
1: oh, pass easier yeah, yeah and
0: that kind of stuff
1: DMT is also one, just like ayahuasca and iboga also has significant like spiritual and profound like psychological um, benefits for a lot of people who are suffering from addiction and all that kind of stuff yeah. DMT is also a drug that's used like to,
0: to recover from addiction. Yeah,
1: to get over addiction. To it's true. Um, yeah.
0: yeah. Yeah, At least I know that in ayahuasca, there's there's a center in, in Uruguay that they treat addiction. It's a recovery yeah. center with ayahuasca treatment.
1: Yeah. Yeah, there's lots of uh, interesting research into hallucinogens and their medicinal properties. How, yeah, they can help really help people with psychological
0: uh with trauma yeah also
1: yeah trauma depression uh, i guess bipolar of... disorder wow also uh, bipolar. addiction yeah yeah really interesting stuff so uh the crown chakra i think this is also the chakra that allows us to realize that we are whole and that if this chakra is out of balance then uh, we're often looking for happiness outside of ourselves Mm -hmm. um yeah
0: yeah i think this chakra is pretty much out of balance throughout the whole world right now
1: yeah
0: yeah it's losing that sense of community or connectivity
1: yeah
0: um but would you also say that it's a it's also kind of like a, a chakra that is relating to knowing yourself
1: i don't know i think that's Not, more maybe the... but
0: but more in the way that seeing beyond your physical self like yeah. l- let's just say like in what yoga we call the self yeah the higher self, with the big S. Yeah. So understanding that the little self, that the big self is beyond the little self, Yeah. I was trying to say. Yes.
1: Yeah. Definitely. Connection to spirit, the things that, beyond our physical, just our physical being.
0: So, often these chakras, drawn under the color of, purple or pink again okay and which ways do you think we could stimulate this chakra
1: headstand yes (laughs)
0: yeah the the end of the second series definitely stimulates this part (laughs)
1: um though i think any inversion probably also quite uh stimulates your um uh, sixth and fifth chakra as well yeah but uh yeah i would say in inverting standing on your head and also I think shavasana yeah because then you go beyond the uh, kind of the moment to dissolve the physical mm-hmm. yeah true
0: that's a good one and i'm sure that also chanting vibration yeah definitely meditation as well yeah all right So we made it through the seven?
1: We made it through the seven.
0: You know how I see... There's two ways that I see... Because I'm always like visualizing things in my head. Um, The way that I see chakras are two ways. One is as like um, roundabouts. Oh,
1: yeah. You
0: know? Mm -hmm. Kind of like so the traffic has to move smoothly... So that it can flow to the next roundabout. Yeah. And the other ones are like these... ...transformers of energy. Yeah. You know, like... Yeah.
1: mm, Yeah. mm, Yeah.
0: Like, like that. That's why I was thinking... Yeah, like they kind of... ...are going in one direction... ...but they all have to... ...flow well with each other. Hmm. Yeah. 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 I don't know. That image just came to my mind. Interesting. But you know also what I just realized... ...because we were talking about the throat chakra... It's so funny because it's like whenever we get stress whenever we have emotional stuff that we have to process so is the head or the throat
1: yeah
0: or heartache
1: yeah. or having
0: issues around this area on your back
1: yeah.
0: or digestive problems or lower back issues yeah so obviously these are these are centers of our well-being also definitely but like even if you don't know about the chakras, sadly you have to deal with them yes <laughs> or not yeah because they they you know they do give you signals throughout your life when they're out of balance whether you practice yoga or not or if you're a doctor or not it doesn't matter it's like they communicate with us through these things and we all suffer through this
1: yeah
0: it's funny right
1: it is uh it is interesting actually there's interesting there's really interesting research in how part of the nervous system and specifically the vagus nerve how it communicates with the organs of the body and basically kind of um uh determines the health state let's say of an organ
0: you mean sorry you mean the whole nervous system or the vagus nerve the
1: vagus nerve okay and that we can often see so this whole this is basically a polyvagal theory Mm -hmm. from dr uh stephen porges uh that um And he, so he has has this whole theory that he's come up with and a lot of really great therapies actually have been based on this um, theory of his. So it's been put into practice uh, with amazing results. And his idea actually is that our approach to health in like, if we think of regular uh, traditional healthcare systems, like Western medicine, um, as it would be called, that um, oftentimes The it's not the organ that is uh, failing, but it's the nervous system that is kind of showing us, hey, something is out of whack. Uh, don't like, don't take the organ out, but uh, that if we kind of saw the um, our us as a whole and Mm -hmm. treated like basically the functioning of our nervous system so and this starts with ajna right the the sixth intuitive chakra is the one that kind of um uh regulates the vagus nerve so basically polyvagal theory is saying that uh We often get disease in our organs because our nervous nervous system system is out of whack. And basically the vagus nerve is, uh, our autonomic nervous system is not functioning optimally. So then we get something like a heart attack Mm -hmm. or uh, digestive issues. As opposed to
0: look at this heart, there's something wrong with it.
1: Yeah, as opposed to look at the somatic... um, what we're seeing is a somatic effect of an <laughs> an emotional state of a nervous system that is out of whack, an autonomic nervous system that's out of whack because of some unprocessed trauma or uh, some out of whack, uh, non-digested emotions mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that that directly, yeah, affects the functioning of your nervous system, which then acts out by um, disorganizing, let's say, the function of your organs it so makes that, it makes total sense, yeah, so that if we actually treat these not the symptoms, but actually look at treating the entire being that we could probably cure a lot more diseases than with a lot less
0: surgeries, probably also yeah instead of just
1: cutting out the whatever it is that we that is
0: having an issue, yeah. like the mechanical part, yeah, yeah, it makes sense, it's kind of like keeping the ecosystem in balance yeah. as opposed to just removing or fixing one thing
1: yeah
0: so when something is out of balance is it because we're not in a state of, of homeostasis is yeah, that what it means yeah okay cool man super duper
1: <laughs> oh this must be balanced chakras
0: yes Time to balance your chakras, people. Um,
1: okay. As always, if you have any questions, you're always welcome to send us an email at info at Ding ding.
0: And if you're interested in our teacher training program, know that we're kicking off probably in September.
1: And don't forget to leave a review so that more people can find us. And thanks for those of you out there who have been sharing us with your friends and family. Thanks for listening.
0: This is Mercedes. And this is Lana. Stay cool. <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs> oh, my God.